was a conspiracy theorist killed before he could reveal his secrets and the fascinating story of the medical, edible mummy. Today on Dead Rabbit Radio. Hey everyone, thanks for coming back to Dead Rabbit Radio. I'm your host, Chase Carpenter. I'm having a great day. I hope you're having a great day. A little sore. My back's a little sore. I don't want you to always think things are going super perfect for me. I've got a little heating pad on me. I know I always sound kind of upbeat unless I'm talking about a story that really kind of irritates me. But, you know, everything's not always perfect. Things are generally very good, though. And I hope everything's going good for you guys as well. Now, we have a lot to cover today. We did something unusual where we actually had a part two. This is a part two. The first, just a brief rundown, so you don't have to go and listen to yesterday's episode. And again, I don't think everyone listens to every episode. Just listen to the episodes that are interesting to you or the most current episode. That's fine with me. If you want to go back and binge, totally awesome. But don't ever feel like you have an obligation to listen to all 55 episodes that we're at. So a quick recap. Yesterday, I talked about the Super Soldier Program and John Storm in particular. So the Super Soldier Program is a program run... Okay, it's not true. But anyways, I was talking like it was factual. Super Soldier Program was allegedly a program run run by the U.S. government where they kidnap children, they do all sorts of testing on them and break their bones to make their bones stronger and make them into these super soldiers. Then they release them back into the world with little to no memory of all of the training. And then through hypnosis or psychic techniques, all of your memories are unlocked where you are actually a soldier fighting for the government Sometimes they fight against aliens, and sometimes they fight against humans. John Storm, at least, keep, and he was who we profiled yesterday, his whole super soldier story and just the insanity that is involved in it, just the delusion, he's kept it pretty basic, where he says he was created by the U.S. government and he fought in Vietnam, and he realized it was an in, uh, like just an unnecessary war, so he broke the programming, and now he's on our side, us homo sapiens, us normals, He's going to save us. And he was the perfect fighting specimen, but now he looks like he's 80 years old. He has back problems and narcolepsy and needs insulin shots. And his narcolepsy is so bad, he sleeps through his insulin shots. That's the story of John Storm in a nutshell. Insanity. Insanity. Oh, and he also knows Peter Parker, the Spider-Man. He completely is like, oh yeah, I know Peter Parker. He's a black guy. And he has the powers of Spider-Man. Okay, anyway, it's just so bizarre. So if any of that interests you, that was the last episode. But I wanted to cover that because a big part of the super soldier community is paranoia. So these people were created by the government. And like I said, some of them believe that they were created by the government to fight aliens. One guy was talking about how he remembers psychically sniping aliens in Afghanistan. Other ones say that they float around in the astral realm and they meet aliens and they're like, we are one of the 151 races that live on your planet and blah, 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 blah. And I, I, I almost kind of have to gloss over that insanity because it gets even weirder. So the, the problem is, is that they believe the government created them. So they're incredibly hostile and paranoid towards the government. And by extension, any authority figures... Mostly like psychologists and psychiatry, obviously, the medical profession. So you had John Storm yesterday, I was talking, where he was saying that his pharmacist and doctor were trying to kill him. And then when he left the pharmacist, a car hit him. And this was all proof that the government 
was after him, even though they pay him disability checks. Somehow the government also hates his guts and wants to stop John Storm. No update on Spider-Man, though. No update on whether or not the government's after Spider-Man. But, anyways, let's get into today's story. Okay, so let's talk about Max Spears. Now, Max Spears was, was a conspiracy theorist who, in 2016, died. As really the only details that we can confirm. Everything else seems to be up for grabs. He was in Poland to be at a conference to speak about him being a super soldier. And he had, you know, he was a big conspiracy theorist. He believed in the Fourth Reich. He believed there was a secret city underneath London and L.A. that controlled people's minds. He believed that, you know, the Bushes were reptiles and the reptilian overlords and all these crazy conspiracies and things like that. And he was a super soldier created by the U.S. government. Or British government, maybe. I don't know. Reptiles. There, It's reptiles all the way down. Anyways, he goes to Poland to be in this conference. He dies. Original report, he had black liquid on his lips. That report later became, he had two liters of black liquid. He was soaked in this mysterious black liquid. There are reports that he was kidnapped by a satanic cult, drugged, put in a coma for two days, allowed to go home, died later. There are reports that at the scene of his death, when the police and the coroner were still investigating his death, the police and the coroner left, and a satanic cult came in, called up his mother, and and performed rituals over his body. If some of these details are sounding a little far-fetched, it's probably because they're completely made up. I don't think he was kidnapped by a cult. Let's take it apart one by one. Let's do this relatively quickly because it's an irritating story for me on multiple levels. But we'll get to the we'll get to the key point of it. But anyway, so let's say that you're the evil Illuminati and this guy has information you want. You're able to kidnap him to a cult compound in the middle of Poland. You put him in a coma for two days. You take him home. But Jason, they wanted us to find the body because it would send a message to other conspiracy theorists. No, it wouldn't. Him disappearing would be far more terrifying to anyone investigating conspiracies than finding him on his buddy's couch in Poland. Far more terrifying, because then your imagination would run, is he like some sex slave in Saudi Arabia? Is he in a red room somewhere? They found his body. Apparently, the satanic cult kidnapped him, was successful in that, drugged him, was successful in that, took him home, dropped him off on a couch, dies a couple days later. That's according to the girlfriend. The mother says that as... The police were still investigating his murder at the house. Cult members were in the house, and they were saying satanic, horrible rituals. I mean, I'm going to read these to you, and you're going to be shocked, shocked that the media could even report such satanic phrases. Check these out. Put milk by his side. Get garlic and put flowers and put vinegar. Oh, my God. I can't believe I just read those out loud. I, uh, this house is now haunted, 100%. According to his mother, those are satanic phrases. She said it sounded like rituals going on, some sort of satanic rituals. I don't mean to mock a mother who lost her child, but I think there's two things going on. One, she's just as delusional as her son was, and she believed he was a super soldier, sent, created by the aliens, and yet will destroy the aliens. Or it's all about money, book deals, PayPal's, GoFundMe's. Because even today, even today, the story is that the British government took his cell phone and his laptop, and when they gave it back to the lawyer 
and her, the mother, they were wiped. They were wiped. They were wiped clean. What does that mean? That's not a legal term. It's not even a technical term. Is the desktop wiped clean? Is the hard drive reformatted? You know, if I gave my, if someone took, got my mom's laptop and she turned it on and it said, would you like to install Windows 10? She's going to know immediately that the computer was actually reformatted. She's going to be like, there was nothing on it at all. Nothing on it at all. If they gave it back to her and it had a full, that had the folder that said Dead Rabbit Radio is missing, she'd never know. She would never know. If you are the secret Illuminati reptilian overlords and you take... I feel really heartless talking trash about this dead kid. But I think it's important. If we take... If they have control of that laptop and it has information on it that will be completely detrimental to the reptilian overlord alien plan, they're going to either conveniently lose the laptop, conveniently destroy the laptop, and they'll just tell the mother, well, we accidentally lost in our evidence locker... Or remove the files they need removed. I don't see the point of simply wiping it clean and then handing it back to somebody who's obviously going to know it's wiped clean. I think she's making these details up. I think that they're making these details up. And I actually have something that leans in that direction. The original report that the friend made that I found online was that Max Spears did not have two liters of liquid covering his body. He had a black liquid coming out of his mouth. The story evolved to be covered in two liters of black liquid. If you walked into someone's house and they had a little bit of black liquid on their mouth, you would not mistake that for two liters. And the same thing, you would not mistake two liters for a little bit of black liquid on your mouth. The stories are changing, the stories are morphing, they're becoming more and more dire. There are reports, I'll include the link, and people say, well, maybe it wasn't the mother posting this, you never know online. But there are reports that the mother initially never even reported the tweet, the text message, I should say, where he tweeted her and says, Mom, if something happens, you know, investigate. In the early reports, that wasn't even reported. That got reported later. So it seems like the story has become more overly dramatic as time has gone on. What is most likely in this situation? And this is where it ties back to John Storm and it ties back to the Super Soldier program. Is that he had medical problems. He had an opioid addiction that had become a heroin addiction. At the time, it is believed he was clean of heroin. However, he says that he was kidnapped and taken to a cult and he was given drugs and he was asleep for two days. And truth be told, if I had a history of cheating on my wife and my story was I got kidnapped and taken to a brothel and I banged like 50 women, but it's totally against my will, and I only came twice. If someone who has problems with heroin addiction says they are kidnapped, taken to the middle of nowhere, given drugs, and slept for two days, it's a little suspicious. I'm sorry, my girlfriend, I didn't call you. I was kidnapped by Satan worshippers, and they drugged me. But I have no proof of that. That's just a... It's probably not what happened. He probably went to a flop house. God, I'm really shitting on this dude. I think the problem with this story is what makes me mad about this story in general. I, I feel really bad just talking trash about a dead kid and tra talking trash about his mom. I honestly do. But I think that they're using his death, his natural death. I think he had an ulcer. 
I think he had a peptic ulcer, and he believed in all that super soldier nonsense that the doctors were out to get him, and the medical establishment was out to get him, and the government was out to get him, and he had stomach pain, and he wasn't taking care of it because they're all evil reptilians, and he died of a completely preventable disease. That's what I think. I think when they say it's natural causes, that would cause the black blood to be on your lips because he's coughing up blood, not two liters. But you know what I mean? I think he, I, I think that's what irritates me about this. I think we had a young man who had some mental health issues, obviously, and it was related to either self-medication of the heroin use or just the heroin use in general. He had a mom that obviously seems to promote that. She encourages that lifestyle, that super soldier stuff. Dude, if I was walking around talking that I was a super soldier, my mom would slap the shit out of me. And especially if I died, she wouldn't say, oh, no, nah, he was really a super soldier. The mom, I think, kept that delusion going. She obviously has a similar delusion that the world is out to get these people for seeking out the truth. All of the stuff that he was talking about, Fourth Reich and secret cities underneath L.A. and Los Angeles were controlling your brain. Uh, Bush and the royal families, they were reptilians. This is all common knowledge in the conspiracy field. And the fact that the sun... The Sun British newspaper is publishing this stuff should tell you it's nonsense because if it was true, the Sun would never publish it. Oh, no, no. He was working on another story uh, connecting the Illuminati and powerful people and celebrities. That, it, there's a thousand websites about that. He it was exposing nothing that can't be found anywhere. He dies a natural death and it is being exploited and turned into a myth for either money or to further their your own delusion. I think it's a little bit of both, honestly. I think people who already believe in this super soldier nonsense, they bought into it right away. You can read the forums of the day he died. And at first they're like, no, he's just in a coma, it's okay. And then John Storm's like, ah, oh, yeah, we gotta be extra paranoid now. They're taking us super soldiers out one by one. And that's why we had to do that whole John Storm episode. He ran in this crew... These people are delusional. And the day Max Spear died, they're already exploiting it for their delusion. And I'd be shocked, shocked, if the mother's not trying to get a book deal or a movie deal. <sighs> I don't feel good talking trash about dead people and dead people's relatives. That might be, this might be the episode, not the one where I said that I would not report street gangs for crimes. This might be the episode where you say, Damn, Jason, you are, you're kind of scummy. But I hope it gets through where my scumminess is coming from. I'm not trying to mock the dead. I'm trying to mock the beliefs that I believe led to his demise. And they've, they're just still ongoing. If the mother is still saying, oh no, the government wiped the laptop, which again, give me specifics. Tell me that there was no operating system on it. What does wipe the computer mean? The desktop was clean? Tell me specifically what it was. I'd be more likely to believe you, maybe, because I've seen the story shift so much. So I'm not trying to mock the grief the mother went through. And the mom may be trying to make sense of her son's death by believing in the delusion. It may be the only way for her to deal with it is to believe that her son was murdered by the reptilian Illuminati overlords. Does she believe her son was a super soldier who was kidnapped by aliens when he was a kid? I don't know. 
I don't know. I, I'm sure, like I said, I'm sure there's a book deal or a movie deal or something coming down the pipe. I believe it feeds into the delusion. I believe people are making money off of it. I think it's scummy. I think it's only going to lead to more disasters in the future where we have more young men and women who now have proof, proof that the Illuminati is out to get them and they're not going to seek the help that they need, either physically or mentally. Because I'll admit, when I heard this story back in 2016, it was very alarming. My first inclination was, oh man, maybe he did know something we weren't supposed to know. And they killed him for it. But... Illuminati reptilian aliens do not exist. So looking into that, and of course, again, if they did exist, they control everything. So these stories shouldn't exist. He dies to cover up these stories. He dies because he's exposing these stories. But in his death, these stories are exposed. It doesn't make any sense. So yes, people do get killed for discovering stuff. Generally, they get run off the road or they get a bullet in the back of the head. They don't spit up alien goo. They don't get kidnapped and then return to their place from where they were kidnapped. And their murderers are not reptilian alien overlords. You know what? I honestly, this story is so irritating to me. This is going to sound kind of cheap. But I'm going to end the episode now. Because the other story I wanted to do was actually kind of lighthearted. But I, this story really pisses me off. And uh, here's a little secret. I've recorded this episode, this single story. I've rec- This is the fourth or fifth time I've recorded it. And it pisses me off every single time I do. Because it makes me mad and it makes me kind of, makes me scummy that I have to take this position. And I'm kind of pissing all over this family. But again, I think it's dangerous. I talk about cults like sun gazing and we laugh. But I think this stuff is dangerous because it feeds into a delusion that makes people not seek mental health or physical health. If you believed your doctor was... You know what? I'm done. We're going to go ahead and end this episode. I hope you guys had a good time. DeadRabbitRadio at gmail.com is our email address. You can also hit us up at facebook.com slash deadrabbitradio. Our Twitter is at Jason O. Carpenter. I will be back tomorrow with some fun stories. And at the end of the day, I have no remorse about releasing this episode. Because again, I think it's dangerous belief. It has serious consequences. Dead Rabbit Radio is the daily paranormal conspiracy and true crime podcast. You don't have to listen to it every day. But I'm glad you listened to it today. Have a great one, guys. Bye.